Welcome to episode 9, Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In. Armando Alvarez here with Mike Quintana. And Mike, this is an episode we've been waiting for a while, man, because we were speculating left and right every single week. What's going to happen with Judge? What's going to happen with free agency? And here we are, man. I think since episode one, we've been talking about uh, Aaron Judge. Every episode, we touch him up a little bit, but yep. we can finally talk now. We can finally talk, but before we do... Want to get some love to Sammy Love for our awesome intro music. Um, guitarist for Radio Stereo has his own thing, Karaoke's. Thank you, Sammy Love. You can follow him on Instagram and social media. Evo Love E V O L O V E. Loving the music, Lots exclusive. It's just ours. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. <laughs> absolutely, man. It's and it's a it's a good one. Everybody everybody seems to like it. And then of course. But listen, let let let's they they made us about six or seven different samples. Yeah, he know? sent he sent a bunch. He sent us a bunch of, a of bunch. samples. So that means they took the time for us, man. Yeah, no, he's a nice he's a very talented yeah, musician, man. Awesome. We, we we definitely got to get together to to well, go see him play. That's beat number one. I'm sure some maybe episode twenty thirty will mix in something different. We'll, we'll make <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely mix it up. <laughs> Sammy, if you're listening, we're gonna we're gonna start playing some more stuff, and then of course Diamond Dreams Miami Academy. We're here. We're here. Registration's open. Trials are next week. Uh, boys and girls ages 2 to 10. Love to see you. And then, of course, if you need to buy a home, sell a home. Right now, I have one under contract. Actually, the contract's coming in in, in, a, in a couple of minutes. Uh, a listing I had in Homestead. Nice. Congrats. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a real estate agent for those that don't know. So, uh, yeah, you know, call me if, if you want to talk real estate. Interest rates have gone down a bit. So that's uh, that's some good news. And yeah, if you know, if you know anybody, if you want to refer someone, let me know. I'll be happy to help. But yeah, we got to talk about Aaron Judge, man. The the man, the myth, the legend. Sixty two home runs, went into free agency. The guy bet on himself, Mike. Sure. Before did. the season, turned down a two hundred and thirteen million dollar contract, and he just signed one for three hundred and sixty million dollars with the Yankees. That's uh, it's a big checkbook. It's a fat check. Uh, you know, congratulations, Darren Judge. He played the game the right way. And, he definitely uh, did. Bet on him, bet on himself several times. You know, last year in that batting cage, saying I'm going to hit 50, came out and hit 60. So you know, that's um, amazing. It, it's going to be interesting. You know, he's going to have now the little bit of added extra pressure in New York. He's the guy, Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle-ish type stuff. Um, so let's see. Let's see what unfolds. But congrats and, to him. And he can, we he can we now were, afford whatever he wants. Somebody said he's going to go vacation in Hawaii with his wife, and he's going to go over there and buy the island of <laughs> Hawaii <laughs> as part of uh, his celebration for the new contract. But we were texting yesterday because John Heyman, who's who's an excellent baseball writer, by the way, he covers the, the Yankees for the New York Post. He went on Twitter. Of course, you know, everybody wants to be first. I'm sure somebody from Judge's Camp probably called him and said, hey, it looks like we're going to San Fran. And he tweeted, Aaron Judge. Arson. But Arson Judge. <laughs> Arson. Arson Judge. Arson Judge. The, the city of New York would have been burning had that happened. So Arson Judge to the Giants. About 30 seconds later. <laughs> Retracted. Retracted. Pulled deleted it, it. And he said, hey, wait, it's not done. Uh, the Giants told me nothing's going on. You had Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, saying that he was in the shower when he saw the tweet and he was like, what the hell just happened? Called Brian Cashman and Cashman told him, nothing's going on. Apparently, man, like last week in episode eight, I said, oh, the, the Aaron Judge novella. I called it a novella. 
for those of you that speak only English, soap, <laughs> soap opera. opera. And Andy Martino today from the from SNY covers the Yankees and the Mets. He put that TMZ style video. You know the one that Judge was coming out the of the plane. Yep. You know, coming out. No man, I'm here to visit family. It was staged. It yeah. was staged. Yeah. <laughs> he said between that, the Time Magazine article, the surprise trip to San Diego, he made the Yankees sweat. He made them sweat. He made them sweat. How needed that man? How needed to? Hey, what was the rumor you had told me that at the end of the day that he was like a hey, cash step to the side? I got to take yeah, over this so negotiation. I just read that at the end of the day. Hal Steinbrenner was Mariano Rivera. He was the closer. He came in and told Judge, all right, man, like the last offer they had on the table, eight years, 320. There was room, you know, there was rumors. Well, not rumors. It was, a, it was an offer. Nine years, 360 to the Giants. There was also San Diego who met with Judge last they night. Floated it. They floated the offer around. They floated the offer for, you know, 10 years, $400, 400. million dollars. So house time burner this morning or por la madrugada because I saw that at like seven o'clock this morning or eight o'clock or whatever it was on the West Coast it's like five in the morning yeah. so por la madrugada I'm imagining house time burner calling Judge at two three in the morning and saying what do you want do you want to be a Yankee and he said yes how I want to be a Yankee all right if I throw in one more year forty mil does that seal the deal yes. Sure, done deal. So he got the, the deal done. And you know what? We, as a Yankee fan, and I I, I text a lot with, with fellow Yankee fans, and, and you know, the, one of the complaints, and, you know, we complain as well, Hal Steinbrenner's not George. He's been very cheap. Frugal. For being the Yankees' owner. Right. I mean, if he was the... For their standards. If he was the Marlins' owner, I mean, right. he's overspending, right? But if he was the... For the Yankees' owner... You can't let Aaron, could you imagine the travesty that would have happened had Aaron Judge walked when the Yankees throughout history, Mickey right. Mantle, one right. team, but, DiMaggio, but you know. Out of the 30 teams in the major leagues, though, there's only one team that, that has that purpose or has that field tour, and that's the New York Yankees. Because I was thinking earlier today, let's say he was drafted by the Cincinnati Reds. He okay? would have been gone. Drafted by the Cincinnati Reds. He plays out his, his rookie years. He plays his arbitration years. He says, you know, let's say they're an adequate team. He goes into free agency. The pool that he has to say, I'm going to go back to Cincinnati, is not the same pool that you have being a Yankee, drafted a Yankee, raised a Yankee, you know, through the system, you know, red carpet all the time. So, you know, the history that comes with the 28 championships with all the, those, those legends. So the Yankee pool back of being drafted as a Yankee and wanting to stay there, it only works with the Yankees. Any other team, I don't think it matters. Think no, it matters. No, I mean it's like the the mystique. The did you ever go to the old Yankee Stadium? Never. I I got to go. And, you know, thankfully I I got to go a handful of times. And that whole thing about the you know they talk about the ghosts. You felt it like you oh, were in I'm the sure. stadium and you're like, I'm sure there was just like this mystique about it. Yeah, I'm so sure. yeah, like I mean Aaron Judge, you know, for the Yankees who who made. Johnny Damon, Mr. Caveman, cut his hair and shave his beard. And the same with Jason Giambi. You couldn't even see his, his <laughs> 500 tattoos. Aaron Judge is like an, like an exemplary Yankee. He is like what the Yankees envision a Yankee being. To, to me, it, to me it would have been, I mean, and I say this as a Yankee fan too, but for Judge and his image, I think it would have been foolish to leave. I mean, I'm, I'm glad he did what he did to... Give a wake up call to to Hal Steinbrenner, 
and say, look, just because I'm a, I'm a Yankee and, and I'm, you know, the poster child for the Yankees doesn't mean I'm going to give the Yankees a big discount. Right. You need to pay me. I had 62 yeah. home runs. I carried yeah. your team. Yeah. Yeah, and he showed he wanted to be there by taking that kind of a little bit of a discount. I mean, it's a little bit of a discount a when you're bit. not the highest offer. When you don't take <laughs> the highest offer, you know, you're kind of, you know. Um, but like I said, I think just the pullback of the Yankees, of who they are and what their history is and, and coming up through there, it's just a lot to walk away from at this point. You know what I mean? So, you look, happy he's a Yankee. Um but let's see. I mean, they, they know they signed Cashman, <laughs> their GM, for uh, the three, <laughs> four more Cashman. years. But he's, he's there. But the Yankees need to open up the checkbook more. They need to get more guys in there. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Because they're not good enough right now. As a Yankee fan, this is what I want to see happen. I want Rodon to the Yankees. He's the best pitcher available. I've always liked him. He's a, he's a good lefty. Italian's out. He, yeah, he, he, he left else, with, yeah. with the Cubbies. So now if you bring Rodon... You match him with, you know, obviously Cole, uh, but you have uh, Nasty Nestor. You have two really nasty left-handers in that rotation. Plus, you have Sevi. Then you have, you know, no, you it could be Herman. It could be anybody else, you know, or maybe somebody from the minors comes up. You never know. But I would like to see Rodon. I would like to see Benintendi come back to play outfield. And I would like the two youngsters to come up and play in the majors. Peraza could play third. Play the middle, yeah. Volpe yeah. could play yeah. short, and if they keep Glaber, he could he could stay at second. But they they need some change. They need some change. They can't just like run it back with the same guys. No, they definitely need to to do a little more, you know. And and you know what are they gonna do in their closer role? I mean, I know Chapman's gone, so you know there's a lot of lot of off season left. You know, we're not even at Christmas yet. I thought this, no. I thought the novella was going to run past, I think I had said, you know, after Christmas, but um, there's there's a lot of off-season moves to be made. And I'm curious to see what the Yankees are going to do with uh, with Glaber. You know? I mean, he, he's trade bait. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they've yeah. talked about him to the yeah. to the Marlins for Pablo Lopez, yeah. which makes a lot of sense for both teams, yeah. to be honest, yeah. you know, but... But then Glaber comes here, you know. No, nothing's moving the Mar- yeah, moving man. the needle for the Marlins and, and right we'll, now. We'll, we'll get we'll get yeah, to we'll the get Marlins to in, a, in a little bit because there, there's a few things I want to say about the Marlins. <laughs> but if you're the Giants, man, what egg on your face? Like punch to the nuts. I mean, I don't know what you want to call it. This morning, I if you if you guys follow up, by the way, at DD Miami Podcast on Instagram. That's our new Instagram page. A lot of you have followed. Thank you for for the follow. All of you listening to this must follow <laughs> because we're posting some cool content. You know, we're all the news as it happens. We're we're posting it in we're our stories, so so you can see it on. I, I, I know, like earlier in the week that you texted me something. I'm like, hey, it's already on the on the, on the podcast. <laughs> but so um, I posted. It was a picture that came out yesterday. Somebody had already made the art for um, Aaron Judge. The so it was Judge with the Giants uniform, <clears throat> all nice. And I put the crying Jordan face because that's that's what happened, man. It's that's what happens. It's the crying Listen, Jordan. The, the Giants, we gotta, you know, we gotta come on them. They knew they had an uphill battle. <laughs> it wasn't gonna be easy to sign this guy. But listen, man, they put their best foot forward. You know, did they get played a little bit? Maybe because maybe Aaron Judge's heart was always in New York. But hey, that's how the game go. If you're the Giants, do you go after the next? Biggest free agent, Carlos Correa, because there was talk about Correa going to the Dodgers, and and the the word is that the Dodgers don't want to sign him because of the beef they had with with the Astros. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're not gonna do that to the fans. So yeah. 
Carlos Correa, for all we know, ends up back in <laughs> in Minnesota. Yeah, you, you never know. You never know. I mean, I, I'm not much of a. I mean, he's he's a big time playoff guy. Um, you know, but in regular seasons, not really didn't really do doesn't really do much for me. I'm not a real big Carlos Correa fan. A great player, but just not my guy. I'm a more of a Lindor type guy. But um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see because it's funny how those little fights come back, circle around, those little bad attitude days circle back around, and uh, teams may not sign you. No, absolutely, and and look, you know, with the judge signing, obviously back back to back to New York, um, you know, made made a joke earlier with you about him doing like the Wolf of Wall Street, you know. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. You know, in the Yankee <laughs> locker room, they need to name him captain. No, they will. Yeah, I think that's done. At, the, at the press conference yeah, when they yeah, announced yeah, 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 yeah. he needs to have that C on yeah, 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 on that yeah, jersey. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's that's done deal. Yeah. So the Yankees also signed Tommy Canley. He's back. That was a guy that I I don't know why they ever let him go. Solid bullpen guy, and I frankly I like to see Dave Robertson come back in in the bullpen. You know he was with the Phillies last year. He was pretty solid. He could serve some purpose as a closer, but you know he's a he's a solid a solid reliever. Yeah, could be. But Mike, let's talk about the Padres, man, Oof. because the Padres throw ten four hundred at Judge. They went after Trey Turner, who Trey Turner signed. 11 years, 300 mil with, with the Phillies. Hell of a contract. He's back with, with his boy, Bryce Harper. That team's going to be nasty. But could you imagine if the San Diego Padres had pulled off Judge or Turner to add to Tatis, Soto, and Manny Machado? But Turner was going to play second base? He was going to play second base. Wow. it's a lot of money for a second baseman, huh? Yeah. And they had offered him... 342. 342. 342. One more than Turner left uh, $42 million on the table. To go play with he wanted with to Bryce. be a Philly. He wants to be a Philly. Yep. And he wants to play short, probably, too. Yeah. Probably wants to play shortstop. That, that's, Listen, a, that's a big I, deal. I think the that Padres I mean, get it. I think the Padres yeah. get it a little bit with the checkbook. And, and they had a real nice taste this year of being at a nice run. And you know what? You know what those runs mean uh, for owners? It means big dollars, man. Oh, absolutely. Big dollars. So, you know what? Um, I like that the fact that the Padres are getting after it. I like it. I like I, it. I'm a big fan of that. I still remember, you know, in episode two, David Espinosa asked me talking to us about, you know, how, how he scouts them and, and they had a whole bunch of eights. <laughs> yeah. If they're if they're eights, you know, Judge is an eight, Turner is yeah, an eight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that would have yeah. been a, a team full of eights. No, no, that is super stocked. Super stocked. But I, I like I like the Padres approach, man. You know, they 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 were ballsy with that big trade in the middle of the season last year, and it worked out. And they're they're opening up the checkbook, and I, I like their approach. You want something, go get it. Look, and and here's the thing too, man. Like their their pitchers, you know, they're they're not old, but you know, if if you don't build that team, if you don't win now with that team, those guys are gonna get old. Yeah, and and you know th these teams usually do these these real aggressive pushes in spurts. So they're in the middle of theirs now. So I'm I'm curious to see how many more moves or how much more money they're going to spend because if they were if they threw it out there for Aaron Judge, you know, ten years, four hundred, and, and they offered you know Trey three forty two, a lot of money in that checkbook. Oh yeah, absolutely. Spend. Ryan, you never know. They might they might go and trade for someone, but they're yeah. they're looking good. Philly's looking good. They bring in uh, Taiwan Walker from the Mets. Yep. Another solid yep. <laughs> arm Listen, in that rotation. You know, Dave Dombrowski, man. You know, when you want to win, He's you sign him. He's the best. He is the best. And and the Phillies are going to get after it again. Again, they got a taste of a run. Taste means big dollars. And I love the Phillies' approach. They're not afraid to spend the money. 
and they're getting after it. Absolutely, and we'll stay in the we'll stay in the NL NL East. The Mets, Justin Verlander, <laughs> man, that 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 was the 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 prize for for pitchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he signs for two years, eighty six million. Timmy Trumpet is rejoicing in, in New York. That th- those are big dollars, and I think if you, you you go back a couple of podcasts we had talked about that I had told you, I was like, you know, I'm always concerned about what are these what are these players going to do. Because, you know, as much as you want to go, you know, you want to places you want to play, some teams have the ability to throw these big monster dollars at you. And, you know, the Mets, they just did a nice little bringing, you know, Scherzer and Verlander back, a little rejoice I ate together from back in the Tigers days, you know. Um, and now they're, they're back together as quote-unquote old men, you know. But, man, the Mets just, you know, and I had a feeling that was going to happen with Verlander. Someone's going to throw him 40, 45 million, and there it is. It's yep. your deal. And and you know he's st- he's still a great pitcher. Won the Cy Young, won a World Series. You know, after we dogged him as a bad playoff pitcher, he came right. out and pitched the, uh, an amazing game in the World Series and and sure won. Did. So yeah, Verlander now you know he's he's a he's a Met. You know, and 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 they they needed that to happen, Mike, because they lost Jacob Degrom Oof. earlier in the week. He went to the Rangers five years, one hundred and eighty-five million dollars, and. Look, the Rangers are another team that are betting big. Last year they went and got and got Simeon and they got Seager. Yep. And now they they got one of the you know prized arms of free agency. You know, getting one of these arms, you know, signing the ground to a five year deal puts you in contention, puts you in the mix to get into the playoffs automatically just by signing that guy. And the Texas, you know, and and I think what I I don't know if it was reported or what I heard, but. I think the the Grom wanted to go to Texas, right? He did didn't he? He he, 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 he wanted to go to Texas. Texas that he wanted to go there, and that you know he wants to go there, and now they're a contender. Texas in the mix. Now that Texas brought him in, it reminds me. I don't know if you watched the documentary. Uh, I I believe it's called Facing Nolan, or I have not seen it yet, but I heard it's outstanding. It's amazing, I, and I and I watched it um, on on my my last trip that i went with um with my wife anna to uh to cancun and i watched it on the way over there uh on on the plane and i was just fascinated man they had they had interviews with a whole bunch of people obviously nolan they had uh george brett they had uh pete rose they had um uh, George W. Bush. There's Robin Ventura in that mix. We, no, they, <laughs> when they play that, funny enough, they put, we invited Robin Ventura so to speak, negative. and he said no. Negative, no thank you. But what this reminded me of, that the, uh, you know, DeGrom now, you know, he's not he's not a young man anymore. I mean, he's so young, but but he's not, you know, in his 20s. And it reminded me when the, the Rangers signed Nolan, they said that everybody was going nuts. Everybody was like, yeah, we got Nolan, we got Nolan, we got Nolan. And somebody was like, Wait, isn't he like forty-two or something? You know, and and it didn't matter. Didn't I mean, matter. Nolan went out there and and Nolan did Nolan. Didn't matter. Nolan was nasty, and I never had a Cy Young. Never won a seven, Cy no hitters. Yep, and not one Cy Young. They put his um his catcher with the Angels. They interviewed him, and 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 the guy says. Nolan Ryan, when he started throwing, he goes, Nolan Ryan threw so hard, he threw, I think they clocked him at like 101 in the gun back then. With the new, with, with that gun's new technology, he threw 108. Yeah, I believe it. That's ridiculous. I believe, yeah, I believe it. I, I mean, believe if you look at the stuff, there's that famous <clears throat> that yeah. bat that Ricky Henderson had with him. Yeah. And he zips it past him, and Ricky just looks at him and smiles like, yeah, 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 yeah. what are you throwing, old guy? Yeah, <laughs> like, I want him on, my, on the mound yeah. for me. No doubt about it. 
Nolan Ryan was was a was a Special. nasty nasty pitcher. The Rangers hope that Degrom could be that guy. Yep. Before we get to the Marlins, Bellinger to the Cubs, one year, seventeen point five mil. Wow, how about that? You can come out and be terrible for yep. one year, be absolutely terrible, 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 and still come out and get yourself seventeen. You, you still get seventeen million dollars and the opportunity to prove yourself, which is the other thing. You know what I mean? Hey, let's, let's say it's a second chance. Hey, we're going to give you a one-year deal, see if you can pull out of this thing. Yeah, man. What an opportunity at $17.5 million. I thought he was going to have to play for eight or nine, to be honest with you. Yeah, and it's it's incredible. And, you know, Bellinger's a good player. Um, he's, I'm a, he's, pretty, he's a great He's an MVP, man. I'm pretty positive he's going he's gonna to break out of that of that <laughs> funk. And Josh Bell, two years, $33 million from yeah. the Cleveland Guardians. Swings about. Cleveland's always like to have these big, nice first basements, man. That's, yep. you know, going back to Tommy, Ryan, Jim Tommy, Ryan Howe, you know, they've, I mean, not, no, Ryan Howe was Philly, but they always had their, their big first basements. They like that. And they had Carlos um, Santana. Yes. You know, so they've had, you know, they've had some big, some big And they guys. had Eddie Murray later in his career. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I believe. And, you know, I, I bring up Bellinger and Bell before I've mentioned the Marlins because Kim Ng, who's the general yeah. manager of of the Florida Marlins, or the Miami Marlins, I, I, I always call them Florida, the Miami Marlins says that they were, quote-unquote, in on Bell and Bellinger, but nothing's imminent. Nothing's, nothing is going to be imminent so with the Marlins. So one of them Let's was at 17.5, and the other one was at 16.5 per year. That's the, not, those I mean, are not big checks no, right now. It's not big checks, you know? and Bellinger was a guy that... Made all the sense in the world for for the Marlins. I mean, this is such a bad time to be a Marlins fan because if they're saying no to those contracts, you know, some somebody today was like, "Oh, what if we? What if they go after Carlos Correa? They're not gonna go after Carlos Correa. Forget it. Um, they might go after Justin Turner, but I mean, is that gonna be their their biggest signing, Justin Turner? Okay, you know what? I don't. It may be part of it that maybe players don't want to come play here, Armando, because I'm looking here right now, right? So this guy, uh, Cody, got uh, 17.5 with the Cubs. So to have him come play in Miami, you got to give him 22. And uh, this other guy got, what, 33 for two, 16 and a half per year. To have him come to Miami, you got to give him 21. Yeah. You got to overpay. So the Marlins, are number one, they're cheap. They're not going to pay, period. But to come play here because they're terrible right now. Hey, I'm a season ticket holder, but they're terrible. It's a bad time for them. They got to overpay. So there's there's another negative against you. <laughs> you know? I mean, like the one the one attractive thing, if I was a free agent hitter, is that rotation. Because, you know, you got Sandy, you got Pablo, you got, you got Rodgers and Lazardo, and you got Cabrera. It's not enough. But they, they don't have hitting. It's not enough, they, man. They did not invest in hitting. They, Amanda, they brought in so far behind. They, it's not who did they bring funny. in? Garcia and Soler last year. Nothing, that was embarrassing. Nothing. They're so, like, you know, and I get it, man, because, you know, even in the academy, like, you know, Coach, you know, Coach Hector, Coach Pignate, like, he's a huge Marlins fan, huge Yankee fan, but a huge Marlins fan, and, He'll come and he'll defend and he'll, you know, um, no, because of this and that. The same thing. It's not enough. And I tell him all the time, no es suficiente. It's not even close. So any hopes? Guys, it's, we're so far behind. Man, you know you know how many games Sandy Alcantara So the Phillies won? just got to the World Series and they just spent 300 something million million in our division. The Mets? 
the Mets are in a division, just went out and spent all this money. And kept Edwin Diaz right. as well. The Braves, I'm sure they're going to make some type of move because they need to make some moves, and they got the money. And they, but so, they, and they so, have Acuna, so and they what? have good players. So, like, I just, we're just so far behind. The it's Marlins not, are playing for fourth. Fun. And, you know, and, and, it, and it sucks, Mike, because, look, Sandy Alcantara was just named to the MLB first team. The guy won the Cy Young. He, he's an excellent pitcher, man. And, you know, if, if, if he goes another year or two that the Marlins just think, the guy, or one more year, the guy's going to say, trade me. Trade me. I want him. Could, could you imagine Alcantara in the open market, how much money he's going to make? <sighs> Amando, I, I, think, I think everybody's going to work their way out of here. Everybody wants to win. These guys are competitors, man. These guys are competitors, okay? And they want to go win. You know, and can you imagine Sandy Acantada in New York? Can you imagine Sandy Acantada in San Diego or Los Angeles? Come on, man. Yep. That's what, but that's what those guys deserve, man. Those guys deserve that. So, so Mike, I remember when I was with Telemundo, we went to Marlins Park to do an interview with Jose Fernandez, the late Jose Fernandez. And Jose Fernandez is there doing this interview with, with uh, Edgar Lopez, who worked for Telemundo, and I'm there producing it. So I'm there, you know, we're, we're talking to the PR guy, this and that, and Edgar, Edgar is is very good at getting people to, you know, to to get to get a little loose, you know, you'll start asking questions, you know, la jodera and this and that, and then by the time the interview starts, a player's comfortable talking to him. He's really good at that, but you know, he's asking him, he's like, hey man, before the interview, hey, Yankees man, I know they want you. And he and he and he goes, would you? And he goes, absolutely. And I'm here like Jose Fernandez just said that he would absolutely <laughs> go to the Yankees in front of the Marlins PR guy, in front of a bunch of people there from the organization. Like, I don't care, man. Jose Fernandez, had he not tragically died, would have been a New York Yankee, a hundred and eighty percent. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Listen, you know, Jose Fernandez, you know, very unfortunate what happened circumstances around it that came out after but when that guy was on the mound like uh, people people were getting home at certain times just to make sure they saw his start when when he was starting my dad was like oh yeah wait me that whole seven and the pichalo he says and that you watch jose fernandez pitch the guy was the ultimate competitor and i just said how many people would go to the stand to the fans would go to the this field when he was pitching Oh, absolutely! You know, that was a major competitor, man. I loved watching him throw. Yeah, no, it. he he was he was nasty, and you know, and and again, like when when he was playing, when now with Alcantara, you know, it's it just it just stinks, man. As a Marlins fan, you know, being from Miami, it, it it's just such a disservice to pitchers like that and and the fan base, you know. Um, yeah, it sucks. I, when I, you're I, just I read going... that Kim Ng already left the the winter meetings. She already yeah. checked out. <laughs> Don't get me going on that. No, and, and to to keep on to keep on um, you know um, you know spoiling whatever Kimming has been has been doing, you know I mean I don't know how much is Bruce Sherman, but Bruce Sherman did not get you know did not help in this decision or indecision. I don't know how she voted. I really don't. But she was part of the contemporary ballot voters. You know she was part of that for the Hall of Fame over the weekend, and. The, the other voters, you know, were Frank Thomas, Alan Trammell, Chipper Jones, Greg Maddox, Lee Smith, Ryan Sandberg, Jack Morris, Artie Moreno is part of that. Like I mentioned, Kim Ng. And they had Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens and Kurt Schilling, deserving players. They're just 
let them walk into the Hall of Fame. But no. Nope. They didn't even get five votes, those guys. Instead, Fred McGriff gets in. The crime dog. Awesome player. We love the crime dog. Don Mattingly almost made it. He got 50% of the vote. He needed 75. But come on, Mike. I mean, at, at, at some point, I, I get it. I, I get the whole, oh, because Barry Bonds did this. And it's the haters, man. Amando, it's the haters. It, it's That's haters. It. Like, let's it's talk being about haters. This. Let's talk about these haters, man, because, listen, anybody who has a little bit of a clue and that um, is up to date with baseball and, 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 and knows about baseball, guys, Barry Bonds was the man. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer. Before any of this nonsense of the era of the steroids, which is just a bunch of nonsense, okay? The Hall of Fame is be turning into an absolute joke, Amando. For me, Absolutely. I have no respect for it. We have the greatest home run hitter of all time, Barry Bonds. Single season is not. Yep. Is not in the Hall of Fame. And the guy who holds the record for the most hits is not in the Hall of Fame. So two of the people that hold the two records of the most difficult thing to do in any sport, in anything, period, athletically. They're not in there? Guys, just get over it. Just have some compassion, like we've said. Just have some sympathy for some people. But those people that voted and these guys didn't get in, they're a bunch of haters. They're a bunch of haters because they weren't as good as this guy. And Roger Clemens needs to be in there, too. Those guys are a bunch Absolutely. of haters is what they yeah, are. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, Nolan, Nolan Ryan, who had no Cy Young's, Roger Clemens had like what five, six? Bunch of haters. <laughs> if if I ask you right now, who's who's the best pitcher of all time? Roger Clemens is in the conversation, Armando, and he's not a Hall of Famer. These guys did this for twenty years. These guys did this and were professional athletes, prime elite superstar athletes who had to take care of their bodies, who had to eat a certain way, who had to train a certain way, and who had to be the best for twenty years. These guys were the best for twenty. Years, two decades, okay? The, again, haters, they're everywhere. We know it. Yep. They're everywhere. But, man, let's go. So Somebody let's asked, go. what's the difference between Barry Bonds and Big Poppy? And the only difference, because Big Poppy was part of that whole steroid thing, but Big Poppy smiles and oh, no, because big, because oh man, go. he plays he played the the PR game. Barry Bonds was a a jerk. He was a little bit of a bully when he came into the league with the Pirates. You know the big earrings hanging from his ear, and then the interviews. Remember the fight with Jim Leland? The fight with Jim Leland. A little bit of how the big mouth. The fight with bit. Jeff Kent. Yeah, and, and and I and and I get the you know I I get it, but. Can't vote based on that. Of course, you can't not. vote no. based on that because I was nice to you or you were good to me. Then no, no man, Big Poppy, you know, Big Poppy was in that Metro report. Yeah, and, and you like know, and you know who's gonna have a hard report. time getting in too is A Rod because you know? a lot of people don't like him. And it, and A Rod was one of the best to ever do it. No, it's 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 become a joke, man. And and it, and needs to. At, at this point, like like these people are gonna get to the point so that they're like, it. I so don't they, even care. They don't get a chance. That's it. They're no, done. They'll, they'll get a chance in in two years on this so contemporary on the, on ballot. Same, that's, that's but I mean, come on, like they they're putting you know they're putting like the ballot that's upcoming this year and and you know there's some damn good players on on, on that ballot like the one that the writers vote for. There's nobody that stands out. They need to say, hey, let's cut the but, BS, like you said. And just put these guys in. They Listen, need to be in. Pete um, Rose needs to be in as well. Deion Sanders in the NFL Hall of Fame, he's been for a long time saying that 
there should be an upper room in the NFL Hall of Fame. 12 defense, 12 offense, like the best of the best. Because he's saying, he's like, oh, you man, like, I dominated these people that are in the Hall of Fame right. with me, you know? He's like, <laughs> right. there should be an upper room. The best 12 offense, best 12 defense. the best. And, you know, I, I think that with the Baseball Hall of Fame, I see, like, some of these people who are qualifying, and I'm like, like I wasn't – it wasn't that good. Like, it was good, of course. Yeah. But it like, wasn't that good. <laughs> like, for next year, <laughs> you know they're talking mean? about, like, Jeff Kent and Scott Rowland. No. You know, with all due like, respect, no, decent like, players, no, but. man, but no. That's the thing. Like, my fear is that the Hall of Fame just gets so watered down because people just don't know what they're doing. And you know what? It's okay if somebody doesn't make the Hall of Fame. He had a great career. But they, they've got to start upping these standards a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, and and I remember I remember talking to people about um you know, ab- ab- about this, about the Hall of Fame because, you know, it's it's a big deal and it's always been, you know, um a, a scandal, right? But it it shouldn't be difficult. It should be are you a Hall of Famer or you're not? You know, yeah. are you or or not? And I remember they asked <laughs> they had like a panel. It was like Bob Costas and and uh, Pete Rose was there, and they had uh, some writers, and they had two two things that that struck me. I'll tell you the Pete Rose one first. That Pete Rose live from whatever he's via monitor, and they have Ken Rosenthal was there, and Bob Bob Costas goes, Ken, you're you're a baseball writer. If Pete Rose would appear on the ballot right now, do you vote him in? And he says, Well, maybe. <laughs> Well, maybe not the maybe not first ballot. And Pete Rose goes, hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what's this first ballot nonsense? Yeah, what's this? You're either a Hall of Famer or you're not. Or you're not. Yeah. If you gotta say, well, maybe you're not. You're That's not. it. Yeah. Out. Out. See ya. And just some of these names that are on there, it, it, you know, it just it just blows me away. Like just guys, I'm like, even like I, I know you're Don Mattingly, I know you love Don Mattingly, I love him, great. I don't think that man's a Hall of Famer. Right. And you know there's what I mean? A, there's like, a bu- I don't. But like the, the I, there's a bunch of guys like that that are fringy. They listen, great baseball players. But, guys, Hall of Fame should be, like, super elite. But that's the thing. Super like, if you elite. if you open it up to Kirby Puckett, who, who I loved. I loved Kirby. Kirby was one of my favorites, too. And then you compare what, you know, him and Mattingly, aside from, like, the World Series wins, similar numbers. Yeah. Harold Baines? <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna water it down, then yeah. then Mattingly deserves to. But yeah. I, but I get it. Yeah, but I, I don't. This, you know, I don't think he's in that upper echelon like like a Bonds or, or or Clemens and stuff. And the other thing that struck me in that same thing, they had Bob Gibson, and they go, Bob, do any of these guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely not. They're cheaters. Because I went out there, and I mean, obviously, he was from a different era. Bob Gibson was the, the man. You know, what I mean. Right. Look at his ERA <laughs> that right. that he had in some of these seasons, and they go. If, if you knew that all these guys you faced were all using steroids, would you have done it? Absolutely. No, yeah, of course. And and that goes back to what we've said before about that era. Like people just got to get over it, guys. It wasn't just the hitters. Get over it. It was everybody, catcher, the first base coach, <laughs> the bench coach, <laughs> the bat boy, the manager, the bat boy, the dog picking up. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. I saw Billy you know? the Marlin juicing <laughs> during one <laughs> of the. We just got to get over it, man. We just got to get over all that nonsense. And I'll tell you something that I don't like, and I know we don't have it on our rundown here, but um, I saw like a, a picture that um, advertisers on the MLB uniforms. 
What's that about, man? Yeah, dude, listen. Um, if, if, MLB, they put, if they put advertising on they, a Yankee uniform, gonna I'm, I'm going to vomit. Uh, MLB, I know you're not <laughs> listening, but you never know if it gets to you. Don't do it. Retract. Don't do it. Retract because you're ruining the cleaning, the, the cleansiness and the classiness of the beautiful MLB uniforms. I don't even do like it in the put NBA. Advertising. Do not I put advertising it. on the MLB uniforms, please. Don't do it. You're going to ruin it. I know, I know, like, you have, like, you know, in soccer, they do it all the time, but... But but to me that even looks ridiculous, soccer, you know. But those soccer set but that by us overall soccer, you know, they like the jerseys, the loud jerseys. Now no, baseball is clean, simple, nice, clean cut. A Yank imagine a Yankee uniform with like Uts potato chips. No, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Yankee with uh you know, with um Jet Blue, fly yeah. Jet Blue. <laughs> yeah, American Airlines or something on it. That'll be terrible. That'll please be please, terrible. please don't do it. That'll be terrible. Please. Please do you know? do not do it. You know it. the Marlins one and the Marlins one. You can put a Palacio de Jugos. I they can put a little <laughs> a little patch on the. <laughs> hey, you know, um, there's a you know we we you know we ha we have like you know stories that that we that we give here with you know from from the academy and all that. So we try to keep it PG, but could you imagine the the logo of the people that are trying to put their name in, in the arena right now? <laughs> oh my god! The bus. Oh my god! <laughs> on the Marlins <laughs> uniform. <laughs> By the way, what's gonna happen with that? With that, I don't with know, man. Situation there. I mean, F FTX obviously is out. Yeah, I mean, but I, I don't in. know what they're gonna do. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get some people on to talk about that. Call American Airlines. Apologize. A triple A. Sorry. <laughs> You're back. back. <laughs> we'll, we'll put the plane back <laughs> oh on there. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. But Mike Diamond Dreams, man, Diamond what a Dreams. big weekend uh, on my weekend. on my Instagram feed. Every other story I went through. Was you know nice, parents man. posting you know the the rings the championship we, I, I love it man we had a nice little run over in the Miami Youth League we had five teams and our, our T ball team um, was the champion of the T ball nice. division our six U team was the champion of the six and under division um, our eight U modified team which is a, an eight and under kid pitch team we have got to the championship in the B bracket and then our ten U majors team lost in the championship. So out of the five teams we had well, registered in the in the league over there, four of them were able to get to finals, and and um, you know we're able to win a couple of them in the in the younger ages. And you know it's going to be a fun December now. We're we're rebooting our seven U division and our eight U kid pitch division, and uh, we're going to be making some new rosters there. We got some new players. We got some new players trying out, and and it's going to be fun. We're making some new rosters. Get ready for spring baseball. That's awesome, man. So. But yeah, congratulations on that. Thank that's you. uh, Thank that's you. huge. Congrats to our six U team, man, and our T ball team, man. All those parents and, and those kids, uh, you know, they uh, they started off a little a little a little tough with some things, but they were able to put it together, and uh, and it was a learning experience for everybody. Now it's important that everybody gets those lessons learned this season and stack them on like Legos and and keep building. Oh, I love it. Good character kids and good parents. So a lot of a lot of happy kids, a lot of happy parents. So, you know, let, let's keep it coming. Let's keep and it rolling. And before we close out the podcast, you know, the Dolphins lost to the 49ers. It it was bound to happen. A road game against one of the best defenses. Tua had had a bunch of great games. Had an off game. A little rattled. He looked, seemed a little rattled. He did seem rattled. But, you know, it, it, it's funny how, like, all these writers, see, I told you. And it's like, no, man, if he has... Eight great games, and then he has one bad game. Yeah. You can't say I told you. Josh Allen has bad games because I've seen him have bad games. It's, Every Mahomes has bad games. It's just too up and down here with the Miami thing. You know, listen, the Dolphins are doing great. They're doing fantastic. We still got, what, four or five games left. We'll get into the playoffs, God willing. But, this, guys, it takes a lot to win a championship. You know, injuries are a big part a too. A lot to win a championship, not just that, but coaching. But listen, the San Francisco Giant coach, 
you know, had a little rivalry this weekend with his ex, uh, little assistant coach. He used to be there. That guy's a genius too. Yep. That guy's a badass. So, but you know, the Dolphins are going to have to grind it out, man. Nothing's going to be given to nobody. These these are all professional athletes. They're competitors, and and you know, the Dolphins are going to have to really compete, man. Really no, compete. and you, and you know, you know what I did love. Um, that Tua, despite being rattled, despite being down, despite throwing the interceptions, all of a sudden threw that 50-yard bomb to yeah, Tyreek. Yeah. You know, and that's, to me, what makes you a great player. When you're facing adversity and you had some, you know, some, some, some downs in the game because he had a lot of downs, that you come up and make a throw like that, that's awesome. And, Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And one last thing before I go, I know you guys follow on, on social media. You guys are on the internet. If, if, you, if you go on, find, find Deion Sanders, what he's been saying yes. this week. Because he's been saying a whole lot of right things. You know, people yep. are critiquing him left and right. Yep. You know, and, and it's no, Deion was prime, prime time. You know, the, the guy had the big aretes, the big earrings. You know, show me the money. He made the rap song and he was about the money. You know, and he did the dance and all that. But now Dion grew up. Dion's an adult Dion's a parent. Dion is a coach. And Dion went and told his team at Colorado, his new team, he goes, hey, when you're playing for me, no earrings, no hoodies. You guys are going to come to these team meetings, dress nice. And he goes, no caps. And, and if, you, if you notice, they're, they're sitting like in a, you know, kind of like a, like a classroom, you know, like atmosphere or whatever. Some guy in the back like took off that hat really, really fast. You know, he was like, no hats. <laughs> And but basically, he told all those kids, "Hey, you don't want to play here? Go to the portal." Yep. And it's funny because because um, I got I got <clears throat> 30, 40 guys that want to come play for me. It's funny because I, you know, when Deion Sanders, the player, talk to talk, walk the walk. I was yep. a Mac Daddy, Daddy Mac. That guy was unbelievable. That <laughs> was an unbelievable athlete. What he did, we should have an episode one day about him because what he did with baseball, football at the same time. What he did that one was game. Ab- yeah, it was he played a football game and then he played got, in the playoffs or World Series. <laughs> and then, Jeez. Uh, un- unbelievable. But it's funny because in that thing, he, he in that first meeting with him, he told him, he goes, listen, uh, some of our positions are already taken care of because I'm bringing some luggage. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Gucci. So no, he just goes, like it's that, Louis, he got, it's Louis, yeah, it's Louis, it's Louis, it's Louis. Louis. <laughs> so he goes, some of you guys want to get on that portal? The more room you be more uh-huh. get on there, the more room you make. That was awesome. And you know what? That guy's awesome. That guy's uh, building, uh, that guy did it at Jackson State. He's going to do it here at Colorado. That guy's working his way up. He knows which, what he's doing. He's in no rush. No, he's in no, no rush. Which, to the Canes fans, if you're watching that, you know, I know people have been, oh, because Mario, Mario's doing the same thing. He's telling these kids, hey, you don't want to be here? Call, call right. mom and dad to pick you up. Now, but let me ask you a question now. You're at the uh, top defensive back in the country. You going to Miami? You going to Colorado? <laughs> Stay with prime time. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, like, no, I, pr- prime. And, and we've talked about this a million times. It's a little off topic here, but I know Miami's doing their thing, and I hey, Hurricanes are doing their thing. They're doing it. They're doing it. But so are these other programs. These other programs are taking some big strides to be at the to the top. You know what I mean? So. I don't know, Colorado man. I think you said five years. For, I don't know, man. Colorado like, was good, like really, really good during some of those Canes years, and and Colorado's going to be good again. Well, I'm I'm betting I'm betting on on both guys. I'm, I'm betting, betting on, on I'm betting on Dion. Yeah. I'm betting on Mario because I think I think tough is back, man. Good. And if you want to win, you got to be tough. You Got to be tough. You know who said I, you got to be tough? MC Shy D. But we don't got <laughs> MC. We don't have MC Shy D to play us out. 
But we do have our boy Sammy Love. Sammy Love to play <laughs> to play us out. So yeah, catch us uh, catch us episode catch us every single week. Next week we're we're working on on getting a, a really good guest. We're gonna be talking a lot of Marlins <laughs> if that guest comes on. Um, <laughs> and also at DD Miami Podcast on Instagram. Follow Check us, us out. Follow us. Love you guys. Until next week. See you next week. Up and in. See ya.